Welcome back to the Score of Sports Lane Frank podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. We are now in episode number 12. There's so much to discuss. What a week it was in the NFL. NBA free agency is starting up. Who won NBA free agency? Who won the draft? We'll discuss that in this episode. And the Edwards won number one. Joe Burrow towers ACL. And so much more to discuss on episode number 12. Stay tuned. Let's get into it. Let's start with episode number 12, like how we always do, with our headlines in the NBA. There is so much news in the NBA. The NBA draft, Anthony Edwards won number one. James Wiseman won number two. Klay Thompson didn't end up getting hurt, which is probably the saddest news. He's uh, towards Achilles. He'll be out all this season, maybe next season. Some of the uh, start next season also. They said probably not, but you never know. Lamella Ball went number three to the Hornets. I did not expect him to go to the Hornets. Like I said, I thought he would get traded. I still thought he would go number three, but I thought he'd get traded to either the Pistons or somebody, or somebody like that. But like he did go number three. Patrick Williams, probably the biggest beach, uh, reach of the draft. He didn't even start in college. I mean, he's a really good player, but I thought it was a bit of a reach. He went number four to the Bulls. The Lakers, they won free agency, in my opinion. They got Montrezl Harrell. They got uh, Marcus Gasol. They got Dennis Schroeder. They got a lot of guys, the Lakers. I think they... Easily won the uh, free agency this year. No question about it. Gordon Hayward, he signed with the Hornets, and he got a big contract. I did not expect him to get that big of a contract by the Hornets. It's maybe, maybe the Hornets shouldn't give him that big of a contract. I don't think they should have. Gordon Hayward, really, really good player. I think, I mean, a lot of people said he had down here last year. He averaged like 19 points per game as like the third option. So, I mean, he might be the main option on this team. It'll probably still be like LaMelo, Devontae Graham, something like that. But, I mean, Gordon Hayward, he signed with the Hornets. I think that's a pretty good place for him to land right now. I wanted my Knicks to get him. Obviously, they didn't. Knicks said, oh, we're content with Austin Rivers and Alec Burks and Norland Zawell. We had a great free agency class. Those are not great players, Knicks. I don't know what you're doing. You probably should have gone after Bradley Beal or Russell Westbrook, somebody like that. The Knicks did take Obi Toppin. I'm a bit skeptical on that pick. I wanted them to take Tyrese Halliburton, but Obi Toppin, he's the oldest rookie in this class, so... I mean, I don't know. I wish they took Tyrese Halliburton. He's all flash. I mean, he's a he's a good player, but I wish the Knicks took Tyrese Halliburton instead. The Bucks Bogdanovich trade fell apart. Yes, Bogdanovich said no, he's not going to Milwaukee. Yeah, he pulled out of the trade, so the no Bogdanovich is no longer going to the Bucks. Giannis, he might sign the Supermax. I don't know yet, but I mean that sucked for other NBA teams. You know, not getting not being have a chance to get him next summer in free agency. But I mean, maybe Giannis would rather have that same time uh, that same uh, max contract next summer but choose the team he wants to play with. So the Bucks trade fell apart, and that might Kendra Yonis from uh, going there. I don't really think that the Bogdanovich trade was any good for the Bucks, anyways. I'm glad they get to keep Dante DiVincenzo and DJ Wilson now. Steven Adams got traded to the uh, to the Pelicans. The Thunder, at this point, they're just basically trying to get draft picks. They're like, oh, we have a good player, not under the age of 22. Let's trade him to the whatever for a first-round pick in the year 2030 or some, uh, 2025. That's basically what the Thunder are doing. They're trying to go after so many draft picks. I really, really do not uh, know why they're doing that. Steven Adams, he's a good player. I really thought they should have held on to him. And you're putting too much pressure on Shea Gill, just Alexander. Way too much pressure. He's going to be your main option now. You know, you don't have Steven Adams. Now you don't have Chris Paul. I really don't understand why you're doing this, the Thunder. So uh, Shea Gill, just Alexander, he's a really, really good player, but... I just don't know if he, I mean, it's only his third season in the NBA. Is he really up to that task? We'll just have to wait and see. But Steven Adams also got traded. Those are the headlines in the NBA. Let's move over to the NFL now. Tom Brady and the Bucks there. They're in. I mean, they're okay. They're, they're not everything anymore. I mean, I'm not a big fan of them anymore. But the Rams may be just the best team in the NFL. Los Angeles Rams. I love this Rams team. Jared Goff, good quarterback. You don't need Patrick Mahomes numbers to be a great quarterback in the NFL. You can, I mean, he has so many pieces around him. Cooper Cup, great wide receiver. Robert Woods, great wide receiver. 
pretty good running game, and I know they didn't rush the ball that well against the Buccaneers, but receiving backs pretty good. Cam Akers got his first career touchdown. I like Malcolm Brown. I like Daryl Henderson Jr. They got pretty good backs, even though they didn't run the uh, ball that well against a really good Buccaneers rush defense, but maybe they can bounce back next week. The Rams may just be the best team in the NFL over the Chiefs and the Steelers. I was really wrong on the Seahawks. I said that they would lose by a lot to the Cardinals. They won. And the Cardinals, they're still making some young mistakes. I don't think they can win the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they can get to the conference championship. I don't even maybe they can make the divisional championship. I still do think they're a top ten team, maybe not top five anymore. Maybe they're at number five. I was a little too high on the Cardinals, you know. I said that the Cardinals would beat the Seahawks when they played the first time, and they did, but the Cardinals, I think they're a good team. I sold them a little I mean, I was selling them a little bit high. I was I said they're maybe the best team in the NFL, one of the best teams in the NFL. I was wrong. They still have to develop a couple things. So the Seahawks, I was a little bit wrong on them. They did beat the Cardinals. Carson Wentz and the Eagles, it's just like, you know what you're going to get from now, them now. I mean, it's just like, they're not a good, I mean, they need to part ways or something. Carson Wentz is just, his stats are terrible right now. I'm not high on Carson Wentz anymore, and I just don't know if he can bounce back from this. But a lot of people say he's mentally defeated. I, I mean, I kind of agree with that also. Carson Wentz and the Eagles, you need to get your thing going. I mean, you're still going to make the playoffs probably in that terrible NFC East division. You're still winning because you tied with the Bengals. Yes, the Bengals, but... I was wrong on Carson Wentz and the Eagles, and I don't think they're a good match. Uh, I don't think Carson Wentz is a good player anymore. Taysom Hill, I was also wrong on him. Taysom Hill, he played phenomenal. I mean, when the news broke that he was starting over James Winston, I'm like, what is Sean Payton doing? I mean, what is he doing? James Winston's a great quarterback, but Taysom Hill, he's dynamic. He can throw the ball kind of well. I mean, he took a little bit of a risk um, once or twice in that game, but... He ran the ball really well. I think he had like 233 passing yards. Taysom Hill, solid quarterback. Maybe he could be the heir to Drew Brees. I'm not going to say anything yet, but I was wrong on him. He I thought he played pretty bad. He played amazing. Now, this assassin is Joe Burrow, as we know. He tore his ACL. He tore his MCL. There's a meniscus damage. This is a really bad injury. He'll probably miss some games next season also. Maybe he'll come back in midseason points, some people say. But Joe Burrow, this injury is kind of bad for you. I really hope you bounce back, you know. You're a really good player. I thought you could have maybe been rookie of the year this season over Justin Herbert. You would have broken a lot of rookie records, definitely. But you did tear your ACL and you are for the season. I mean, it's a bad injury, so we'll chat the Wayne C on him for the rest of his career. I think he'll I think he'll be able to bounce back. That's just the kind of guy he is. Joe Burrow, really good player, but he did tear his ACL against the Washington football team. The Ravens, they're eh, I mean, you know, I mean it's like you know where you're gonna get also from them also. It's gonna be like you're not gonna beat elite teams. You'll beat the Browns by like twenty or something, but you're not gonna beat the Steelers or anything, you're not gonna beat the Titans. I was also wrong on the Titans. I said they're overrated. They're not. The Ravens, they're probably the most over-talked team in football, overrated team in football. I just teams figured out Lamar Jackson. That's just what it is now. Mark Andrews, he, he's a really good tight end. He's a good solid piece with Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson's starting to make some bad decisions. John Harbaugh, he's, I think he's still a good coach, but I think I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl AFC Championship game anytime soon. This team is on the downhill quick, and they need to fix something. I was wrong on the Patriots. I said that they were a really good team and that they would make the playoffs. No, they're not making the playoffs this team. They lost to the Texans. The team that has only beaten the Jaguars this season, the Texans. Yeah, I was wrong in the Patriots. I don't think they're making the playoffs at all. They have to win out, which is they have to win the rest of their seven games. They have to go 10-6 and six to make the playoffs. In that hard division, you might not even make the playoffs. So the Patriots, they're, I mean, I don't think, I think their season is pretty much done now. Maybe man, if you lose a couple more games, three more games a year, Seven or six and nine, something like that. Start Jared Stem your last game of the season. Start Brian Hoare or someone like that. Just to see how Jared Stem or Brian Hoare does. I mean, you should probably start Jared Stem. I just want to see how he does, but they should do that. The Colts are good. I said they were one of my honorable mentions. They're a really, really good team. 
The Raiders-Chiefs game was great. The Chiefs are playing at a phenomenal level. The Chiefs, uh, the Raiders too, but the Chiefs did pull that one out. College basketball is back. And yes, there probably will be March Madness this season. I am so excited for college basketball. There's a couple good games. I mean, there's probably not going to be any fans this season, but I am so excited that college basketball is back. And maybe they, uh, maybe there could be a shocker team. You never know. I think Michigan basketball, they'll be a pretty good team this year. I think probably the favorite right now for me is Kentucky. I think Gonzaga, Gonzaga is ranked number one. Baylor's ranked number two. Baylor, I think they have to pause all activities for uh, COVID-related issues right now. But I think probably like Kentucky for me right now is the best team in college basketball. Let's talk about college football. Michigan won. And they put in a new quarterback, four touchdowns, one interception. He balled out. And Wisconsin, they lost to Northwestern. That just kind of shows how bad of a team Michigan is. JT Daniels was outstanding for Georgia, 400 yards. They almost lost to Mississippi State, but their defense didn't really hold on. Um, they didn't really play that well, their defense. They gave up 34 points, and people say they're the greatest defense of college football right now. Yeah, no. But they almost lost to Mississippi State. JT Nails pulled it out for them. If Stetson Bett was that started to get that game, they would have lost that game. JT Nails played amazing. Oregon is kind of overrated. I'll talk more about that in College Football Showcase, but I think they're a bit overrated, and they're probably the most overrated team in the country right now. Oklahoma blew out Oklahoma State. It was 41-13. to I said 42-17. to Yeah, I mean, pretty close. Oklahoma is playing really well right now, and I don't think they would have lost to Kansas State if they played Kansas State right now. I don't think they, I mean... And I don't think they lost would have lost to Iowa State either if they played right now. Those are just two fluke losses. They'll probably be in college football playoff contention right now. But that's what I think on college football. That's about for the headlines this week. There were so many, but there will be so many more next week. That's about for the headlines this week. Now, score in sports, NFL game day, where we predict all the games. And there are a lot of good games this week. I'm talking a lot of them. And, you know, a lot of Thanksgiving games today. So, Washington uh, Washington football team versus the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys pull this one out. Andy Dalton, you're saying, what, the Cowboys win a game? They won last week. I mean, there's a slight chance that they win this game, and I'm taking that slight chance. I think the Cowboys do win this game. Andy Dalton plays phenomenal. He played pretty well against that Vikings defense, and I know he didn't play well against the Washington football team last time they played, but I do think they pull it out. The Cowboys win 29-11 in by 18 points, pretty big fashion. I think the Cowboys do win this game. Ravens versus Steelers, another Thanksgiving game. Bigger than expected. 37 to 10 Steelers. This Ravens team is just they're not playing well at all. Maybe they could lose to the Jets right now. That's how bad they're playing. Probably not, but this Ravens team is not playing well at all. And the Steelers pulled this one out easily. 37 to 10. No debate about it. Thanksgiving game. Yeah, short week for Lamar Jackson. They don't have any of their running backs. J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, they're both out. They'll have to rely on Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards is a good running back, but I just don't know. Bigger than expected, they win 37-10, the Steelers over the Ravens. Giants-Bengals. The Giants win this one big. No Joe Burrow. That's a really, the Giants have a really good underrated defense. They have a nice pass rush. They'll get to Ryan Finley a lot, and the Giants do win 27-13. Giants win this game. Giants, maybe they could be top of the division after this game. I really hope so. You know, me as a Giants fan, but the Giants do win this game. Now, Titans and Colts. The Colts, last time they played, they won. And that was around two weeks ago? Yeah, the Colts won this one again, 24-17. I know the Titans had a big one against the Ravens. I know. But the Colts team had a bigger win against the Packers. They pulled this one out, 24-17. This Colts team may be top three team in the NFL. 
I mean, they've. I mean, Philip Rivers playing at an okay level. I still think Kobe Brissett's a better of a quarterback right now for them. Michael Pittman Jr., their rookie wide receiver, is playing just out of his mind. He had a really good game last week after he came back from his injury. He's been phenomenal for the Colts, and the Colts doing this one 24 to 17 over the Titans. Cardinals versus Patriots. The Cardinals pull this one out. It's in Foxborough, so maybe an upset brewing, but the Cardinals do win this one. Calvin Murray plays pretty well. Cam Newton, I just. I mean, I mean, I'm lost on the Patriots now. I mean, some weeks they look great. Some weeks they look terrible. Some weeks they look great. Some weeks they look terrible. Same thing with, like, the Eagles, Ravens, all those teams. The Cardinals pulled this one out 37-24. to 24. 49ers, Rams. The Rams won big. 42 to nothing. Yeah, this Rams team is good. Really, really good. They're maybe even great. I love this Rams team. I love their defense. I love their wide receivers. I love their quarterback. I love everything about this team, even their coach. The Rams won this one 42-0. A really injured 49ers team, and I think the Rams pull this one out. That's a bit of, I mean, I doubt it would be 40. I mean, it could be 42-0. It'll probably be somewhere in the range of 37 to, like, 13, but maybe they could uh, shut out the 49ers, and that's what I'm predicting. The Rams win 42-0. Chiefs Buccaneers. This is a really, really good game. It's in Tampa Bay. I do not know why I'm picking this team to win. I'm picking the Buccaneers. I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I think the Buccaneers do win this game. They pull it out. Tom Brady plays better. Bruce Aarons, I don't think he's a good coach really at all. He's trying to force the ball downfield too much. Tom Brady, he, I mean, they need to run the ball better next game. But against the Chiefs, the best team in the NFL, the Buccaneers win. Yes, they win 31-28 to off a game-winning field goal. Yes, they win the Buccaneers and... I do not want, know why I'm doing this, but I do think Tom Brady pulls it out. The Chiefs, they're probably the best team in the NFL, but the Buccaneers, I just think they do well. I mean, they're not doing well in primetime. This game is not primetime, but you could argue it is pretty much primetime game, but Chiefs versus Buccaneers. But Tom Brady does pull it out. He's never lost to Patrick Mahomes in his career, and he still won't. The Buccaneers win 31-28. to Bears-Packers, Monday Night Football. The Packers win pretty big. I'm not sure on Nick Foles' status yet, but I think the Packers, they're just, I mean, after a rough loss, I think Aaron Rodgers will get them firing up. I think they win this game pretty big, and the Packers get a bounce-back win against the Bears. Seahawks-Eagles, I mean, is this even close? I mean, are, are, really, are we really even going to discuss this game anymore? The Seahawks win this one big. Maybe even bigger than that Rams game. Yeah, this Eagles team is just terrible. Seahawks win this game, and you know how I say, we're always going to go perfect, we're going to get a perfect record. I don't think I'm getting that perfect guy. I'm not going to say it until I actually get that perfect record. This could be the week, but you never know. Those are my picks for the NFL this week. Leave yours in the comment section. Now, top five. Today's top five is top five teams coming out of the draft and free agency. Basically, who had the best offseason? Let's get into it. Number five, the Horns. They got Lamelo Ball. Great player. Maybe the best player of this draft. They got Gordon Hayward. They've had a pretty good offseason. The Hornets are at number five. Number four, the Pelicans. They got Steve Nabbs and they got Kyra Lewis Jr. They have a really good team now, the Pelicans. I mean, Steve Nabbs, really, really good player. He could pair well with Zion. Kyra Lewis Jr., pretty good point guard. We'll have to see. I mean, I don't think he'll start from the get-go. I think it'll still be Lonzo Ball's starting point guard for them. But you never know. Kyra Lewis Jr., I think he's a really good player. I wish my Knicks took him over Obi Toppin. I mean, I don't know what, what they were doing there. But the Pelicans are at number four. I think they had a decent offseason. Number three, the Sixers. They got Dwight Howard. They got Danny Green. That was a pretty bad move, getting Danny Green. I don't fully agree with that. But 
and you had a nice draft. You had Tyrese Maxey. That's probably the biggest steal of the draft, maybe. You got Tyrese Maxey. The Sixers, I think they came out of the offseason looking pretty good. Came out of the draft looking pretty good. They're at number three. Number two, the Suns. Yeah, the Suns are at number two. You can't put them at number one. The Lakers are obviously at number one, but number two is the Suns. They got Chris Paul. They got Jalen Smith in the draft. And they got a couple other players. The Suns had a really, really good offseason. Chris Paul and Devin Booker, maybe one of the best backcourts in the NBA. So I think they're a really good team coming up. Uh, I mean, out of the offseason, I think they'll have a great season. And you never know. Maybe they could make a deep playoff run. Maybe they could get to the finals. Ooh. Maybe I don't think they'll come out of the West. I think the Western Conference Finals, it might be Suns versus Lakers. But the Suns had a really, really good offseason. That's why I'm putting them at number two. Number one, the Lakers. They got Montres Harrell. They got Dennis Schroeder. They got Marcus Hall. They got Wesley Matthews. All really, really good players. Not great, but good. Montres Harrell, not a great rim uh, defender, but he's a pretty good scorer, and I think he'll be a great player for the Lakers. Dennis Schroeder, that's a great pickup. I hope he doesn't uh, be your starting point guard because I don't think he does well. He's a starter, but if he's your backup, I think he can get you 17, 15 points a night. Dennis Schroeder, that was probably their best pickup. He's a really, really good player for them, and I love that pickup for them, that trade. Marcus Hull. No, another good pickup. I like that. I like get them getting Marcus Hall, another sneaky player. He could pair well with LeBron and AD. You never know. Maybe he could be the starting center since they trade away Javel McGee. But Marcus Hall is a really good player, and I did like that pickup. The last one, Wesley Matthews, another underrated one. He's a really good shooter, and the Lakers easily won this offseason. They're at number one for me. Clippers, I thought they would have it going. They did get uh, Sergi Baca. I thought they could have maybe gone Marcus Hall. Then they probably would have been on this list, but the Lakers are at number one. They easily won this offseason. Leave in the comment section you, uh, who do you think won the offseason, but that's my top five teams coming out of the offseason, who did the best in the draft, who did the best in reagency, all of that. That's about for top five this week. Now, did you know? Today's did you knows? Did you know that Will Chamberlain didn't even win MVP this season. He averaged 50 points and averaged 22 rebounds a game. That's crazy that he didn't. If someone like did that today, they would be like maybe greatest season of all time. You know, people, the media would go crazy over that. But Bill Russell did win MVP that season over Will Chamberlain. That's just crazy. If you average 50 points per game and 22 rebounds, that's just insane. I mean, that's just a crazy season. He didn't even win MVP that year. Bill Russell did. Did you know that? Leave in the comment section. But did you know that Bill Russell, I mean, Will Chamberlain didn't even win MVP the year. He scored 50 points per game and grabbed 22 rebounds. Bill Russell did. Now, my MVP of the week and my LVP of the week. My MVP of the week is Jared Goff and the Rams. Jared Goff played pretty well. Sean McVay is proving to be, yet again, maybe the best coach in the NFL. And the Rams are playing at a phenomenal level right now. Maybe I'm being a little too high on them. Like how I was too high on the Buccaneers, like how I was too high on the Cardinals. But the Rams are a really, really good team. And Jared Goff and them are both the MVP this week. I mean, the Rams played amazing. Jared Goff played even, maybe even, he played amazing. Jared Goff, um, that's my MVP of the week. Now, MVP. Jake Luton, Jaguars quarterback. He threw four picks and he was under 50%. But he's not the only MVP. That's a pretty bad game, though, against the Steelers defense, but he's not the only LVP. Carson Wentz is my other LVP. Carson Wentz, what are you doing, man? I mean, you're just playing not good football anymore, and you know how they say, I mean, Doug Pearson, he keeps on saying, no, we're not going to bench him. The Eagles get rid of Carson Wentz, say to Doug Pearson, you're going with him. Yeah, I think maybe they should fire Doug Pearson. I don't know. Carson Wentz, he is just playing terrible. They need to figure something out quick, maybe... 
and maybe drop some new plays, something like that. Carson Wentz, there's, there's something wrong in that Eagles uh, organization right now with him and them. I mean, they need to figure something out. He's not playing great. They need to get some more momentum. But that's about for MVP, LVP this week. My MVP was Jared Goff and the Rams. And Jake Luton played terrible. So he was on MVP, LVP through four picks under 50% after a pretty good game he had against the Packers last week. But Carson Wentz is easily LVP this week. No debate about it. Leave in the comment section you think who your MVP is and who your LVP is. But that's mine. Now let's talk about the NBA again. Lamelo Ball, as we all know, went number three to the Hornets. I'm gonna agree with that pick. I'm gonna say it's a, let's say it's a, um, a, because I mean he played pretty well in the Australian League, and he's just a dynamic player, really a player. I think he's a better player than Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, I'm not sure if he's completely bought in. He said if he was drafted any round of football, he would take that over basketball. And Lamelo Ball said he was born to be the number one overall pick. It wasn't the number one overall pick. He was number three, but still, Lamelo Ball gets an A and the Hornets. They, this was a phenomenal pick. You. He's an amazing player. Not, I think he's a much better player than Lonzo. Maybe some people are saying he's a better passer than Lonzo. That's a bit of a hot take, but I'm, I'm not going to say he's a better passer than Lonzo. He's definitely a better scorer than Lonzo. I think he's more gifted than Lonzo. I think he's a really, really good player, LaMelo Ball, and he'll be great for the Hornets, so he gets an A. Anthony Edwards pick. The Timberwolves, you know how they got Andrew Wiggins, and people thought he would be like the next LeBron sensational talent? It's like him. He wasn't 100% bought in. I mean, he was, he was obviously committed, but he didn't want to put in the extra work and all that. And they said that the Timberwolves probably didn't want another guy like that. Like, and Anthony Edwards is kind of like that. But I thought they would have taken LaMelo Ball, a guy who put in all the work and everything. Anthony Edwards, I'm not saying he won't put in all the work, but I'm just not sure if he's a 1,000% committed, 1,000% bought in. It was a, I'll give it a B because, like I said, those things. But as a player, he's a pretty good player. I mean, he played well for Georgia. Probably the best game I saw him was against Michigan State. He played amazing against Michigan State. on the TV, and it's like, Anthony Edwards, three. Three, three. He's just raining threes in that game. They lost that game pretty close, though. He was phenomenal in that game. I think he had like 30 points in the second half. He was, I mean, he played terrible in that first half. That game turned on a different jet in the second half, and he played phenomenal. Andy Edwards, he's a good player, but I'm not sure if he's 1,000% bought in. He gets a B, and the um, Timberwolves get a B for this pick. The Obi Toppin pick from the Knicks. The Knicks get a C from this pick. Obi Toppin, all right, I'm not saying you're a bad player or anything like that. I'm just not sure if this was the right pick. Hear me out. He's 22 years old. You could argue he only had one good season at Dayton. But, I mean, he's a high flyer. He can dunk the ball through his legs. He can, he's all flash. He can bring the flash back to Madison Square Garden. The Knicks probably wanted that. But I still thought Tyrese Halliburton was the much better pick here. Kyra Lewis Jr., maybe you could have even argued he was the much better pick here. But Obi Toppin is going to the Knicks, and they get a C for this trade. And he only lost two games in college last season. One was against Kansas, and I watched that game. It was in the Maui Invitational Championship game. It goes to overtime. Obi Toppin is playing out of his mind. People say, oh, wait, he doesn't do well when he plays good teams. He just played bad teams that didn't. Oh, he played Kansas. Like, one of the best teams in the country and played amazing. They almost they almost won that game. It went to, like, overtime, and they barely lost. Obi Toppin is a really, really good player, but I'm just not sure if this was the correct pick for the Knicks. I still thought that Tyrese Elmer still has a higher ceiling. Obi Toppin's a bit old. I feel like he could win Rookie of the Year, but that's basically it for him. He's not, like, old, but he's... 22 years old, that's a bit old for a rookie. Obi Toppin, he gets a C on this trip. The Patrick Williams pick, they get in D this pick the Bulls. You still had Isaac Okoro on the board. You still had, like I said, Obi Toppin on the board. You still had Denny of D high on the board. No, we're going to take Patrick Williams, a center out of Florida State, even though he didn't start in college. He only averaged nine points. This is a really head-scratching pick to me. 
what are the Bulls doing here? I have no clue. Not saying he's going to be a bad player. I think he's a good rim protector. But Patrick Williams pick, I'm not 100% sure on this pick at all. They get a D for me, the Bulls. Not that he's not a bad player. I just feel like there are many better players available at that position. And right there, and he didn't even start in college. I still think that like even Vernon Carey, who was a second-round pick going to the Hornets, uh, probably a better player than uh, Patrick Williams. You know, he could argue Vernon Carey is a better player than Patrick Williams. I don't think, I think this was easily the biggest reach of the draft, and I don't think they should have taken him out number four at all. And, like, always in drafts, there's always, like, NFL, NBA, there's always, like, one big reach at, like, the number four, number five, number three spot. Like, two years ago, it was Cleveland Farrell going to the Raiders at number four, and people said, what are they doing? They could have taken him out at number 22. That's kind of what this is like with the Bulls. They probably could have had him at, like, 12 if they trade for, like, the number 12 pick. I don't like this pick from the Bulls at all. They get a D for me, and that's what I think on the NBA draft grades. And leave your draft grades in the comment section, but I think LaMelo, they get an A. Anthony Edwards gets a B. Obi Toppin gets a C. And Patrick Williams gets a D, kind of all in order. But, I mean, I'm not sure on the Patrick Williams pick. Do you think Patrick Williams will be a good player? Leave that in the comment section, but that's what I think on the NBA draft grades. Now, College Football Showcase. There are a lot of games on Friday. Friday football. Notre Dame versus North Carolina. It's on Friday. This will be a really, really good game. I like North Carolina's quarterback a lot, Sam Howell. And, you know, North Carolina is at home. You never know. Maybe they could pull one out and maybe get an upset over Notre Dame. I'll give that I'm picking that in just a second. But Texas versus Iowa State. This is another game on Friday. Why do we have so many good Friday night football games? It hasn't been like this one forever. I think a couple years ago, it was like Clemson, they lost on Friday. Then Washington State, they were also a top 10 team, lost on Friday. That was like the first time ever where two top 10 teams both lost on Friday. But, I mean, these are really good games, and I'm surprised they're on Friday. But, I mean, the college football games, there's a lot of good games this week. That was the only good game. Auburn versus Alabama. Is this week, you're saying, Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl is in the last week of the season. Yeah, Iron Bowl is this week, and I am so excited for it. Bonix, I think, will play well. But I'll give my pick on that in a second. Now, the news in college football. Michigan has a quarterback, Cade McNamara. You know, they're down 17 nothing. Jim Marble's trying to save his job. He needs to do something to save his job or else he's going to get fired at halftime. He says, let's put in Cade McNamara, the redshirt freshman. He puts him in, and his second pass is a 45-yard touchdown. Yeah, Cade McNamara has to be the Michigan starting quarterback. He led them back from 17 nothing to and they won 48-42 to in triple overtime. Big, I mean, I cannot believe we went to triple overtime against Rutgers when we just beat them 52-0 last year. Yeah, this isn't the same Michigan team, but Cade McNamara, great quarterback, maybe the best quarterback Jim Harbaugh's had. He had four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. The touch on his ball, just, it's so great. Cade McNamara, I think he's a really, really good quarterback, and I hope he's the starter for Michigan next week against Penn State. Now, like I said, Oregon, how they were overrated. Oregon, yeah, they're overrated. Hear me out. Tyler Shaw, their quarterback. Pretty good quarterback, you know. He's not Justin Herbert where he's going to throw 35 touchdowns and no picks. But he'll throw, like, he's he's mediocre. And this Oregon team, they're also mediocre. They should not be ranked number 11 in the country. They should probably not even be ranked in the top 20. I'm not high on this Oregon team at all. They almost lost it. UCLA, and they had, and the only thing that saved them was UCLA just chucking up like one second left until halftime, and Oregon got a pick six off of it. Oregon's defense isn't playing up to the level they should. They had the number one recruit from two years ago on the defensive line, and I don't know about this Oregon team. I think they're really, 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 really overrated, but I think they should still probably be ranked in the top 25 because they haven't lost a game yet, but I think they'll probably lose a game or two down the line. Now let's pick the games. Let's pick Notre Dame versus North Carolina. Maybe the game of the week. North Carolina. It's at home for them. 
Sam Howell, great quarterback. Notre Dame, great defense. North Carolina, not a great defense. Great offense, though. Notre Dame pulls this one out. They win 52-45. to Yeah, Notre Dame wins this game. I think it'll be, like I said, kind of close. One touchdown. But it's like on Friday. North Carolina gets a bit of a short week. Notre Dame, physical team. Physical. They win this game. 52-45 to over North Carolina. North Carolina gets its third loss of the season. And Notre Dame remains undefeated. Now let's pick Texas versus Iowa State. Another game on Friday. Texas wins 31-17. to I know Texas lost to Oklahoma. And Iowa State beat Oklahoma. But Iowa State, they're also firing on all cylinders right now. I love their running back, Brees Hall. Texas, I, I just think they find a way. And they do pull this one out pretty close. I mean, I think they win this game. Texas, really, really close. And it's a good game. Friday Night Football, Texas wins against Iowa State. Now let's pick the Iron Bowl. You know, Auburn versus Alabama. Alabama wins big, 35-17. to Bo Nix, I don't think he played well in this game at all. I don't even think you even throw for 190 yards. I think it's just like a bad game for you. You throw like three picks, QBR under 50 or something crazy like that. Bo Nix, I don't think he played well in this game. Mac Jones, I think you fire on all cylinders. And you win this game 35-17. to this is a big one for you guys, and I think Mac Jones, this definitely puts him at the top of the Heisman standings, and Alabama wins this game by 18. That's about for College Ball Showcase this week. I picked the game, talked about Michigan's new quarterback. Leave in the comment section who you think will win Alabama versus Auburn, and who do you think will win Notre Dame versus North Carolina on Friday night? Now, let's discuss who's the best team in the NFL. You never know who it could be. I mean, if you told me, a couple weeks ago, I would think that the Rams are the best team in the NFL and not the Buccaneers. And I think the Buccaneers would be a terrible team. I would say, what? Yeah, the Rams, they're firing in all cylinders right now. Same with the Chiefs and the Steelers. They're obviously undefeated. But who's the best team in the NFL? Let's get into it. The Steelers are also firing in all cylinders undefeated. You could say they're the best team in the NFL because they're undefeated. No, they're not. They're the third best team in the NFL. Now, let's separate the Rams and the Chiefs. Who is the best out of them two? You're going to say, why are the Rams a top-two team in the NFL? You're going to say, I mean, why they had the uh, Steelers and all those teams? They are, even though they lost this to the Dolphins and a couple other teams. But I think the Rams, they're a different team, and they're a much better team than they were a couple weeks ago. The Rams, they are the best team in the NFL. You're saying, what? The Rams are the best team in the NFL, not the Chiefs, not the Steelers, not the Packers, not the... Colts, not any of those other teams. No, the Rams are the best team in the NFL. Great defense, maybe the best defense in the NFL. Great wide receivers, great wide receiving core. They have Van Jefferson, they have Robert Woods, they have Cooper Cup. Great quarterback, Jared Goff. Patrick Mahomes, don't get me wrong, great quarterback. The secondary is a bit shaky. That's what's hanging me down. Rams have a great secondary. They have Jalen Ramsey, they have a lot of other guys. The Rams are the best team in the NFL. For me, there's no debate about it. You're going to say, what? Putting them above the Chiefs, yeah. I've always been so high on the Chiefs, and I'm not this week. I'm going to say that the Rams are the best team in the NFL. That's my hot take of the day, and that's my hot take of the year. Anything you like that, but that's what, I think the Rams are easily the best team in the NFL. Leave in the comment section you think the best team in the NFL is, but I think it's the Rams. Now, best for last, question of the day. Today's question of the day is, who is winning the NBA offseason right now? My pick is the Lakers, and that's a pretty popular pick. Who do you think it is? Maybe you have a different answer. That's my question of the day. Who is winning the NBA offseason right now? Obviously, I said mine's the Lakers. 
But that's about it for episode number 12 this week. It was a great episode. We had a lot of segments. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow Scored Sports on Instagram at Scored Sports. Uh, follow Scored Sports on, on Twitter at Scored Sport. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the best sports content in the world every week.